thank you for joining us for this episode of Corkscrews and Contracts. I'm Wyatt Wallace. And I'm Jennifer Hamry. Of course, you know, it's been over a year, and we are bringing back our very first non-host guest of the show today. Yes. Investor, multifamily, multi-platinum, <laughs> Mr. Paul Barbeau. Hey, guys. How's it going? Yes. Hi, Paul. Thanks for coming back. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yes, so uh, we are, of course, doing this over the phone. Uh, funny story, uh, Paul doesn't live too far away, but, uh, you know, COVID being the way it is, we're just going to go with it. We are shelter in place. Paul actually lives one floor down, and I was like, why are we not doing this in person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I got outnumbered on that one. <laughs> Seriously. I was like, uh, for the good of the order. For the good of the order. Jennifer, first, what are we, what are we sipping on? Uh, we are drinking Benzinger. It is a Pinot Noir. Oh, lovely. Well, let's give yeah. it a try. Cheers. Paul, you're missing out on this. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm just having an energy drink. Does that count? Uh, it does not count at all. <laughs> this is a wine show. Uh, we'll, we'll try to help you out later. That's how that works. All right, send me a bottle down. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, gosh, uh, everybody's got all kinds of questions. You being um, uh, great at multifamily, and then, I mean, you're so good at finding deals and all that good stuff. I know that we left off with, um, uh, with your apartment complex, and if you could tell us what, what has changed, what is new this year, what's going on there? All that, but first, a word from our sponsors. Networth Realty of Nashville is growing wealth in Tennessee by providing people across the Nashville metropolitan area with the tools and expertise they need to succeed in the residential real estate market. Their specialists understand the ins and outs of Nashville and are experts at locating undervalued properties in the city's most desirable neighborhoods. That's Networth Realty of Nashville, 615-823-2777. This podcast is brought to you in part by Goran Reynolds, PLLC a law firm that focuses on real estate transactions. Whether you're trying to make sure your property is STR ready or you have to close on a contract quickly. The attorneys at Gore and Reynolds strive to make sure that every investor and real estate professional has the protection of the law. Give them a call at 615-784-3969 and check out their website at gorerentalslaw.com. Looking for fast and easy financing on your next real estate project? Property recycling is that perfect fit. Reach out today and find out just how easy your next investment property loan can be. Property recycling can finance 100% of your purchase and rehab at competitive rates. Call Allison at 615-806-7500 or visit propertyrecycle.com for more information and an easy online application. Yeah, so I guess um, last time we talked, I had... Um... 32-unit apartment complex that I've owned for, I guess, almost a year and a half now, and um, and then a 57-unit that a partner and I own, and um, pretty much renovated every unit in that 32-unit complex since then, um, was able to refinance that property, and basically pulled all my cash out that I had in it, and... Um, so then now I'm, now I'm basically on the hunt for deals with, with the money I was able to pull out from that. And um, 
haven't found any other multifamily deals yet, but because um, everything seems like it's been really expensive and, and all that, and um, that or I just haven't been looking hard enough. But I ended up, uh, I bought a house, and I bought, uh, so a rental house, then I bought a, a first self-storage facility, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is. Man, it sounds like you're uh-huh. killing the game. Dude, that's getting all those units turned. That's so awesome. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, man. What's what's the storage unit? So it's a it's a thirty unit storage facility that was completely abandoned. It's um, and it was really old. Uh, the doors, well, it's made of block and then um, metal roof, and the doors were from like 1970. They were all kicked in. The whole place was full of junk. Uh, the last owner had just run the thing completely into the ground. Mm. Quit collecting rent. Um, it, it was a weird. It was a weird deal. Um, and, and the guy evidently he had plenty of money, but he just wasn't paying his payments on it. And so I actually picked it up from another investor that bought it, bought it pre foreclosure, and then didn't want to do the work to it. And I went through and. Um, cleaned everything out it was probably four or five 30 yard dumpsters full of just crap the worst crap you could ever imagine wow people are, people ask me oh yeah what was it like storage wars you find anything good in there no this stuff <laughs> and so um anyway got it all cleaned up got all new doors on the outside of it uh, painted it and then uh, but just literally Open for business uh, probably two weeks ago. I bought it in November. Kind of slowly worked on it, getting it getting it back going, and uh, so I've got like five tenants in there now. So it's it's uh, it's pretty exciting. Wow! Congratulations, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Do you have somebody on site, or is it kind of they just call you and and just set some stuff up? How how does that work? Yeah. So it's um. So obviously I live in Nashville with you guys, and then this is in Tullahoma, Tennessee, where um, where most of my other investments are. Mm-hmm. And um, so for now, I thought I had somebody that I wanted to manage it, and um, she ended up kind of flaking out on me, and I haven't found anybody that I like yet. Um, but it's it's it hasn't been much work so far, and I'm down there a couple of days a week anyway. So I just tell people if they want a unit, you know, hey, meet me this day, I'll be there, and it's pretty simple, you know, uh, hand them a lock, they fill out an agreement, and you know that's it. So it's not it hasn't it hasn't been an issue so far because I've only got you know only got five or six tenants out of thirty. Um, but as it gets fuller, I'm sure I'll find somebody find somebody that's closer by that can collect payment and uh and all that kind of stuff but it really hadn't been a big deal so far or taking too much of my time that's awesome what kind of um what kind of people in general are storing their items with you i know there's some military there what college kids what what's what's it look like yeah so now um well the people so far it's and it's weird because we're in the middle of this um COVID-19 crisis and basically in lockdown and everything else, but I've had, like, literally the, it was since that, since this has started, I've filled up uh, five units, five or six, I can't remember, but Really? Um, so, like, one, one guy was just, he was moving from another town, he already had a place, and he just 
you know, hey, I, you know, saw your ad. Um, there's another guy. He's using a. He's got one of the larger units. He wants to put some of his work stuff in there. Um, another person, I think they were they had two units at another facility. They want to consolidate to one. Um, it's just it's kind of been a mix so far, and it's like I said, it's weird because nobody's supposed to be, you know, out much right now. You would think people are moving, and um, and all that, but um, yeah, they are. Hmm. So. So you bought also a home that you rent. You want to tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so I found a, I found a pretty good deal on a, on a rental house off the MLS, actually. You know, a lot of people, you know, say, oh, you know, it's tough to find deals on the MLS. A lot of investors, including you, Wyatt, do, you know, a lot of very creative things to, to go out and find deals, pound the pavement, cold call. Right. Uh, they call me Mr. Creative. Enough. Text message, ring was voicemail to get leads, but uh, I just found this deal and it looked like they dropped the price on it twice um, within about a week. And um, so I thought, wow, it kind of looks like they're motivated here. Called up the realtor, made an extremely low ball offer, and they accepted (laughs) it. So I thought, okay. Wow. yeah, so I bought that house for seventy thousand, which is what the people paid for it one year ago. Uh, it appraised for one hundred five, and then I uh, put a tenant in there for eleven hundred bucks a month. So, so I do that deal all day. Yeah, sometimes those lowball <laughs> offers work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you were able to pull money out right after putting a tenant in there. Right, yeah. So um, the bank, the bank will loan you eighty uh, percent of the of the value. Mm-hmm. So basically, I bought it. I bought it with cash. I it appraised for one hundred five. I bought it for seventy. It appraised for one hundred five. Yep. Borrowed eighty. Borrowed eighty four thousand dollars. So basically, just buying that house, I was going to put forty thousand dollars in my pocket <laughs> and get my original investment back. So. You know, it's, um, but now, you know, obviously I have a payment on it and, you know, I have to make sure that the tenant pays the, the expenses plus the payment, but, um, but it's in a, it's in a pretty good position. So yeah, yes, that was a pretty good deal. Absolutely. So yeah. And I, I literally, the only thing I did with that house was I went in there myself and vacuumed the floors Wiped everything down a little bit. It wasn't didn't need rehab or anything. You know, you hear the, like the burr strategy: buy, yeah. re, buy, rehab, um, rent, refinance, repeat. Yeah. I could, you know, I was able to just completely skip the rehab step and finance. You know, just you know, it was just a good enough deal that I could refinance and pull cash out, and then um, you know, go do it again. So, man. There's a lot of people listening that just want to follow you around all day now. That is literally what they're... They'll be like, hey, hey, Paul, what you doing? He's going to be okay if they're six feet away. Six feet. (laughs) They need six feet, though. Stay back. you got to have that sign on your back that says six feet or or else. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, Uh, man. But no, the funny thing about that house is I texted it to my friend, and I said, 
I said, this is a good deal. And he, he actually made an appointment with the realtor like one hour after I was there. And, um, and he was just, you know, he got kind of nervous about it and all that. And I was like, it, it wasn't like we were competing or anything, but I went ahead and, you know, made the offer and got it under contract. Yeah. But, um, basically like, you know, here's a good deal, do something. And, you know, so I guess one point of that is, you know, to take, take action, mm. you know, make mm. offers and take action. Doesn't, doesn't help anything to, you know, sit on the sidelines and I understand you can be nervous sometimes, but it does pay to be able to confidently make decisions fast. Yeah, it's so true. Yes. I, yeah, we deal with that all the time, you know, you, you like so many times I'll be presenting an offer or a great a great deal that I've found that I know it's a great deal and most people will kick the tire and then they'll go nope nope I don't think so no it's not my thing no and then the person that finally just raises their hand and goes yeah I'll take that deal they run with it they make outstanding money and they're like mm-hmm. thank you Wyatt I need another one of those and it's just it's amazing like you just go man why why should I have to sell this thing twice? First to the person who I just bought it from, and then I have to sell it to the person who I'm going to sell it to. And it's just, it, you would think, they, you know, but people either don't know or they just don't have enough experience in that particular transaction to see the value that you saw right off the bat. Or it can be a personality type. Oh, yeah, that's true. Some yeah. people can't make decisions. Paralysis of analysis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throwing a big event? Southern Seasonings has you covered. With crowd pleasers like robust chicken parmesan meatballs, Southern Seasonings is the perfect option. Each meal is centered around whole, fresh ingredients with just a dab of home. If you're looking for vegan, vegetarian, or savory comfort foods, get ready for a rush of delicious. Visit them at southernseasoningsinc.com to book your next meal. Southern Seasonings where their special ingredient is love. You were saying something about um, uh, you had an apartment fire? Yeah, we did. Um, so the um, I own a complex with a, another investor from here in town, and um, one of the buildings, we had a fire, and um, oddly enough, it was caused by an air conditioning unit. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that air conditioners could catch on fire, but evidently they can. (laughs) They just seem so cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, it it was a window unit, and it uh, it was in a six-unit building, and um, it was in the middle of the middle of the day, and it was a really hot day last September, and. We bought, so of course we had insurance on it, and um, nobody was hurt or anything, but um, we had to evacuate that that whole building. It was full of tenants except for one. We just got done redoing basically all of the units. Oh. And um, so, yeah, and that evacuated everybody. We were able to take, you know, people from that building, put them in other vacant units that we had, um, and then some of them, we, uh, you know, they were like, uh, you know, I want to move back in with my parents or whatever, let them out of their lease. And, um, so 
it worked out okay on that end. Um, one good thing is we bought, um, well, yeah, rule number one, always have insurance. Rule number two, um, <laughs> we had a, a cool thing. It was It's called loss of business income Ooh. insurance. Yes. And so we've been sitting here for, I think we're almost six months into it now, and we have not started rebuilding that building due to um, the fire marshal taking forever, uh, contractors, and um, we waited around forever, and uh, they finally told us that we had to have, you know, engineer drawings for the thing. Oh, and, um, man. In, in order to build the, the building back, which is actually just one, one unit is completely burned. The rest of them just have minor changes that need to happen. Mm. But, um, so yeah, we bought about a year's worth of business in lost business income insurance, which has come in handy, you know, so much because, you know, sometimes you don't, it'll, you know, it takes, uh, a year after a, a tragedy like that to get your property back, you know, to where it can make income again. Yeah. So, and then now we've got this, uh, you know, the COVID-19 lockdown and everything it's gonna be really really hard to get um our players to work now right now we're waiting on the state fire marshal's office they're still open but you know we don't know if they're on um you know if there's limited people there how hard they're working that kind of thing so um but it'll work out and um we'll get it all rebuilt and it'll be nicer than it was before and Everything will be good. So how many units were in that building that burned, do you know? Uh, there were six. Okay. Just curious. And um, and there was only actually one person home at the time. And he's the one that smelled the smoke and called 911. Mm. So glad he was home. And nobody else yeah. was. So that way a lot of people didn't get injured. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Nobody got, you know, smoke inhalation or anything like that. They just... I think a couple people actually just came home after work and was like, oh my gosh, my building has burned. This is wow. terrible. You know, but we had you know, fire trucks and police and everything were there for hours and hours after that. Yeah. But um, it happens. You know, you get, that's part of it. And I heard with the tornado here, some people like didn't have, you know, renter's insurance. Did you find that most of your people had renter's insurance to help with their stuff? Yes, yes, most of the people did, and, and that's another point, um, the smoke damage and all that, and anything that burns in a fire, you know, that's that's a tenant's personal property, mm-hmm. and unfortunately our insurance doesn't cover that, and you know, and as a landlord, you can't cover that, basically, uh, as much as I wish we could, but you know, requiring renters insurance is a huge, huge thing, and your, you know, your tenants aren't, they're able to go out and buy new things and, um, and have that covered, you know, where mm-hmm. otherwise it wouldn't be. And it's pretty cheap, honestly. It's like nine, nine, ten dollars a month yeah, or, or something, you know, or maybe even less than that to have, um, maybe like a, I don't know, several, several thousand dollars of personal belongings. And then also if you cause damage to someone's property, um, you know, it's either uh, maybe it's three hundred thousand dollars is like the minimum they will write. Um, 
out. So if you're negligent, you you start a fire in somebody's uh, you know building or house or something, you know, it'll go towards paying for that. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing to have, is you know, to require as a landlord for sure. Yeah, it's definitely worth it. Mm-hmm. I uh, I renewed um, my lease recently, and sure enough, they they asked, "Hey, can we get a new?" Uh, declarations page from your insurer for that very reason. Yeah, 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 and you don't need it till you need it. Don't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That's right. So, man, um, uh, you know, COVID nineteen is definitely on everybody's minds right now. Um, Jennifer, I think, alluded to it a little bit earlier, but what are you anticipating, or how do you think this will affect rent collection next month? Um, any kind of issues that might come up for you? Yeah, so um, it's tough to tell because uh, I guess everything, the world just kind of came to a halt here in Tennessee. Uh, what was it? I guess it was last Monday. It seems like it's been a month already, but it's you know it's really only been a week. You know when uh, restaurants are forced to close and businesses are shut down and all that. Um, so we're really right till the you know, the first of the month, which will be, I don't know, maybe here in about a week, you know, to see, to see what all, you know, can people pay? I think, so we've got a couple of things that we're going to do that we're planning on doing, which we use me and my management company and then anything I manage on my own. So basically if someone comes and says, I can't pay rent, okay, you know, you prove to us that it's because of, you know, did you lose your job? Something like that. Proof of hardship is number one. Number two, how much can you pay? Can you pay some now, this month, whatever? And then, um, you know, it's really going to depend on how long everything's shut down or how long these people, you know, are out of work or the economy's slow or whatever. But uh, so we're going to try and work with them either with uh, payment plans. Okay, you can't pay, you don't pay this much now. Um, or nothing this month. Next month, we're going to add whatever it is, 10% of that rent onto your bill Mm -hmm. until the end of your lease, basically, Mm -hmm. or or something like that. It's going to be case by case for sure. And um, yeah, so right now, you know, we're not going to evict anyone as of right now. Um, or anything like that it's really i really want to try and hang on to good tenants um because it's not going to help it's not going to help us either to you know go a month or two if someone moves out okay well we still have to you know spruce that unit up spend money on it you know mm-hmm. you know I'd, I'd much rather have a good tenant in place um and, and just stay there we'll be out a little bit of money and i think um i actually uh, my banker called me yesterday to check in. Oh. He's kind of like, you know, feel, feeling out the the environment for for us business owners. And he was like, you know, what, what you guys plan and everything? How you doing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Um, fine for now. It depends on how long, you know, how long it goes and how long, how bad everyone's affected by it financially. But I have heard that some banks are going to offer, um, like, three months of deferred payments or something for, for, you know, properties like, um, rental property 
owners and stuff like that. And so that would help out a lot. So if I get in a pinch, then you know the banks are are going to be lenient. Okay, we're going to add. You don't have to pay any payments or maybe interest only period or something like that. That'll you know help the business owners out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll just really have to see what happens. And then there's a there's a couple of programs that Tennessee has now about it's like emergency cash assistance or something like that for people that have lost their jobs mm. there's a you know also a stimulus bill that's in the works that's going to have you know we don't know what it's going to have in it they're still fighting about it but <laughs> you know you know I've, i keep hearing a thousand dollars to every american or something but you know so we'll see what happens i don't know i'm trying not to get too nervous about it yeah well, just kind of to throw this out there, um, you know, Nashville was in a little different situation because of the tornado as well. So right. because of that, you know, we ended up becoming an essential business in the real estate market. Mm-hmm. And that, as far as real estate's concerned right now, everybody's doing business as normal. And we are told, you know, that, Things are still happening. Uh, there are there have there have been some people that are scared. You know right. whether yeah. just whether they're going to hold off on selling or hold off on buying, but people are continuing to buy and sell. And even if we dropped, you know, at Parks Realty, even if we dropped twenty percent, that is still where we were in twenty sixteen. So in twenty sixteen was not a bad year. It's a good year. Yeah, it was. So, uh, just kind of some things to keep in mind that, you know, real estate is still happening here as of right now. Yep. Yeah. 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 So, thank you for letting me throw that in. (laughs) Thank you for throwing it in. We got to remind people, hey, we're still here, man. You want to make some money? I'll still buy your property. You got me a deal? Send it my way. Same for Paul here. Apparently, he just cleans up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm... I don't have, I have, I, you know, I would be nervous to, to go out and buy a property right now, not knowing what the environment's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, as a, as an investor. Um, mm-hmm. But that being said, you know, if the deals, if the deal looks good enough and, um, you know, I wouldn't mind getting some more stuff in the pipeline. I think if we do end up in a recession or whatever, it's going to, it's going to be a, a good environment to find some deals. People that have, you know, uh, been, you know, living on the, the cusp or paycheck to paycheck people or whatever, you know, if they can't pay their payments and they need to, they need to sell a home, they need to sell multifamily and, you know, go rent something for a while. Mm-hmm. Then that's going to be a, a good opportunity for investors. Mm-hmm. Um, to find some good deals and um, fix stuff up and uh, and provide some housing. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely would be a good time for investors, and some of them just need to think like a little different. Maybe change their their plan a little bit to make it work for them. Um, we've heard of several people already doing that. Like they might instead of focusing on new bills, they might focus more on flips or something like that, um, mm-hmm. just to get through it. But yeah. Um, you know, on the, the residential 
side for for single family people that the the inventory is still low because some of them were even wiped out from the tornado right and people are still displaced which means people don't some people don't have a choice but to go through with real estate right now so right yeah, yeah. hey paul thank you so much man any uh parting words you'd like for the listening public <laughs> <laughs> oh, i can't think of anything just um you know we'll see what happens and um We'll come out of this, come out of the covoid, um, you know, stronger than ever. So, yes, <laughs> I like it, buddy. Thank you so much, man. Thank you, Paul. All right, guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Later. This has been a production of Corkscrews and Contracts. Podcast copyright 2020.